I came into the space about 25 years ago, almost quarter century, you know. And、uh, guess who was coming in the door of our wellness center? A lot of women, mostly women. Matter of fact, I started to think that wow, just women care about their health. Men don't even they care about more about their cars or something, you know. But and a lot of them were perimenopausal or menopausal. They were having a lot of problems, and they didn't seem to be getting help with kind of the conventional route, like. Many of the women that came in our clinic 25 years ago were just like today, being told by their physician, "There's nothing wrong with you. Your blood work looks normal." And、uh, I'm sure some of your audience has probably experienced that, and they're left, "What are you left with?" You know, maybe getting a prescription for your symptoms only. But if if you really want to go find out what's really wrong and what can you do to be in control, there's maybe not a place as to go. Welcome to the Menopause Mastery Podcast, a show for women just like you who are ready for more health, vitality, passion, living life with a purpose. I created this show because I knew that women just like me in this second season of life, the season of menopause, are really tapping into their deepest desires, and we're ready to harness our physical and mental health and explore what our true passions are. And peel back the layers to uncover exactly what we want out of life. I'm your host Betty Murray, part geek, part magician, and your new medical bestie with a dash of sass. I love taking the complex science and making it easier to integrate into daily life. So let's join the journey to make this season the best ever. Well, Reed, I am really happy that you're with us today on Menopause Mastery because I want you to really go in depth on the areas that you love to talk about. I know that you have this affinity for adrenal function, obviously the endocrine system, because Menopause Mastery is all about what's going on in this season of life and what's happening to our body hormonally. But we go all over the place, so let's talk a little bit about your world, how you got involved in the endocrine system. Functional nutrition and this entire sort of interest in hormones and optimization. Well, thanks so much, Betty. It's always good to be with you and hang out and、uh, try to help some people. You know, and、uh, this is a really fascinating area for me. Came into the space about 25 years ago, almost quarter century. You know, and、uh, guess who was coming in the door of our wellness center? A lot of women, mostly women. Matter of fact, I started to think that wow, just women care about their health. Men don't even—they care about more about their cars or something, you know. But、uh, and and a lot of them were perimenopausal or menopausal. They were having a lot of problems, and they didn't seem to be getting help with kind of the conventional route. Like many of the women that came in our clinic 25 years ago were just like today, being told by their physician, "There's nothing wrong with you. Your blood work looks normal." And、uh, I'm sure some of your audience has probably experienced that, and they're left with, "What are you left with?" You know, maybe getting a prescription for your symptoms only. But if you if you really want to go find out what's really wrong and what can you do to be in control, there's maybe not a place as to go. Have you seen that? Is that kind of what the audience might like to hear about? From yes, definitely. You know, obviously. As a fellow clinic owner, you know we're lucky that we have people within our close proximity. But, you know, I would say the vast majority of, particularly Americans. Now, granted, there are people that listen to Menopause Mastery from all over, but most women and men don't really have access to things that aren't conventional cookbook care. They don't even know what's available. 
you know. So, and yeah. I know that you have you have a unique paradigm in which you sort of view this and and have put together your entire sort of perspective on how to treat these kind of conditions. Yeah, well, it's it's the people's paradigm because I'm one of the people, you know. And I actually in the '90s was in another profession. I was in environmental law and conservation. So I thought I was saving the planet, you know, air birds, water trees, bees. And I loved the world and I still do. I'm a a very happy person. You know, it was a labor of love. But around the end of the century, I was getting older and I started paying more attention to people. You know, if the environment's so bad for the air birds, you know, what's it doing to us, including me? So even though I wasn't unhealthy. I matter of fact, I was very healthy. I'd never really been to the doctor before, except for some sports injuries, doing crazy things. Got to watch out for that cordless bungee jumping. I want to warn you away from that one. But <laughs> so, no, I was I was just having fun riding my motorcycle out in the desert, you know, two, three times a week and doing my conservation work. But again, I just started really thinking about people and what about me? I don't want something sneaking up on me. So I don't want anything sneaking up on me. And my son happened to be going to this wellness clinic. He was a high school athlete back then, and I would take him in for chiropractic and massage and acupuncture and different things. And and I was listening to, you know, some of their things they were talking about, and I found my new love. I said, you know what? I'm going to work with people instead of the flora and fauna of the planet. Never slowed down, just straight into what can I do to help people now? And the first, now I was, I signed up for some courses in nutrition and personal training, and I I got a lot of certificates under my belt. I worked there for 10 solid years. Really, again, I I could say I worked my butt off, but I actually had just had a lot of fun. I loved it and helped a lot of people through discovery. And again, what I started with was that I'm kind of the people's perspective, if you want because I wasn't a physician and I wasn't about to accept the fate of these people coming in for, they were coming in for alternative. They were frustrated. They'd been up and down the block and, and were being told, Oh, nothing's wrong with you. Or here's a chill pill. Didn't want to do that. And just one day, you know, early on, I was out riding my motorcycle in the desert and in mountains of Southern California where I still live and, and play. And um, I said, you know what, this is horrible. Again, I hadn't been to a doctor. Now, I'm not blaming on doctors. I'm just saying, I, I go, these these people, are they have their ladder up against the wrong wall. You know, they're trying to get well and healthy and take control of their health in a space that doesn't allow for that. It's not how it works in standard medicine. You know, the doctor's in control and, and does all the figuring out and stuff. Well, I knew that people needed to be in control. That makes sense, right? People need to be the ones who, why the hell are you giving up control? Because trust me, they'd seen six, eight, ten different practitioners sometimes. And I'm just pulling my hair out. See, I have no hair left. <laughs> and, and honest to goodness, it was mostly women. Again, it'd been around the block. And another time I'm out riding my motorcycle thinking, you know what, I, I'm not sure how, but I'm going to be the last person they need to see. And I determined that would be my life's work, and that was a quarter century ago almost. So that's what we've been doing. And it is that people's perspective, because as a non-physician, I had to work really, I'll say hard, to find out, well, what's really wrong? What's really wrong with you? you got these symptoms, but where are they coming from? How far upstream would I have to go to look? And, and so over a 10-year period, 
basically I ran thousands of labs on thousands of people. I was, I was so fortunate to be in that clinic where I could do whatever I wanted and explore. They trusted me. You know, I wasn't about to diagnose or practice medicine or treat any specific. I was just going to find out what's really wrong with you, Mrs. Smith or Mr. Jones. Again, it was mostly women, but when they were getting results, they started to bring me their husbands and their kids. And so so it became really a neat thing. So for 10 years, I'm running thousands of labs, thousands of people. And I recognize some patterns, Betty, which are well known. And that's that paradigm that you described. It's a people's paradigm. It's like, what's really wrong? And I'll just end with kind of, or summarize that with the areas I discovered we must look at are hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, energy production, and nervous system. That spell is hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, energy production, nervous system. And it didn't happen overnight. It was like kind of one of the clinic's patients at a time, what I call them clients. And God, did I, you know, just really sort of stumble onto something by working really hard. So uh, so I'll stop there and say that when you're looking for the, if you care more about the underlying cause and condition than say just taking something for a quick fix, then this is a system that works. And I've been teaching it now since 2008. That's right. That's right. You know, I think there's so many nuggets in what you just said that's really valuable. And I think first and foremost, as somebody who came from another industry, right, this wasn't my initial industry, same thing, you know, two decades ago, sometimes coming from that completely separate paradigm, you don't have all of the preconceived notions and the indoctrination and all these other things that sort of frame your bias, Right. Because you're coming at it and you're like, okay, I'm super fascinated by this. But I also come with this sort of get to the root cause, bottom line, what's really going on. Let's dig, you know, probably because of your previous law experience and and working in the environment, which allowed you to look where other people weren't looking. And I think that's really important because I, you know, I know out there in the world, a lot of people are like, well, why, why doesn't my doctor do this? And why doesn't my you know, primary care do this. And I'm like, you know, a lot of times they don't even know that they don't know. There's a problem with you. You almost need somebody that has not been indoctrinated like that to see it. And and as another person that loves lab testing and biochemistry, it's it's like a Jackson Pollock painting that has this really beautiful pattern beneath it, but no one's really looking for the pattern. So, you know, that that going upstream and, and looking a little further and then finding all the pieces and recognizing if you take one major chunk out of that hidden message that you found, you're missing a piece and you can't find the rest of it. So you can't just sort of piecemeal one piece, but not the other, I would assume. That's great. It's a great, great summary. And I know we uh, think alike. And the, the way I phrase what part of what you said was, I had a lot to learn, but I had nothing to unlearn. You know, you said indoctrination stuff like that. So that's the way I put that. And boy, is it true. You know, I I didn't have the background to, that had kind of tainted my pure research and development point. I really was on a quest to, to find out. So I had to use all of those at the time considered alternative labs. Um, they became over the years. I saw the evolution from from alternative Ooh, quacky, we, we don't use those. Saliva tests, urine tests, stool tests, and some blood work. But so I saw that develop into then complementary, they called it for a while, or integrative, you know, and now it's functional medicine. And I'll just make a side note that functional medicine is better than standard 
but because of the people practicing it are kind of handcuffed by their licensure and things like that, they they can only go so far. They still have to diagnose and treat specifics to get paid. And back to what you're saying, that's how you'll end up leaving things out. So a lady could go in, anyone, um, with certain cluster of symptoms, or go through eight or ten symptoms. Oh, that sounds like thyroid. And guess what? The person, even in functional medicine, will say it sounds like thyroid. They run a thyroid test go, oh, yeah, pat myself on the back. I found your problem. It's hypothyroidism. Now, I bet you have some listeners who have been told that before. Oh, yeah. But the point I want to make to concur with you is that there's lots going on. And the minute you get that diagnosis and start focusing on thyroid and the medication and those test results and titrating up and down, the doctors are focusing on, you know, the test results Instead of the person, like, oh, I got to get those just here. Oh, yeah, they're perfect. They're right where we want them. And it might be that that person still got all kinds of stuff going on that they're not even. Oh, well, then it becomes, well, that's, I'm a, you know, I'm an endocrinologist. So now you're going to need to go see a gastroenterologist or a neurologist or a whatever, you know, some other. Spec- I don't do that part, you know, so it's kind of nuts what people are facing out there. I want to really emphasize once again that i don't hold doctors to blame really it's the system it's that they are licensed they are kind of handcuffed they have to stay in their lane they have to bill a certain way to get paid they have to follow they're called algorithms of their practice so they do some great work they relieve suffering and pain and they're very dedicated to that and good people but that's not the ladder you want you know that's not the wall you want your ladder on you want to climb up the ladder of medical care if you can help it you want to get over to self-care you get your ladder on that wall and now now we can help you now we got the people's paradigm of finding out what all of the constellation of healing opportunities in that hiddn model yeah because you know it's not just about whether it's an endocrine thing which we're going to probably get into you know because i would say most women if they're struggling with i feel bad i'm fatigued i have a little bit of weight gain maybe my hair is thinning automatically it's thyroid right it's like oh it's got to be my thyroid and it's like but but what other things are going on that that's not your screaming symptom that are also your body sort of poking out and saying hey there's other things going on that if you step away from the labeling of it you actually get to find all these underlying mechanisms that lead to all the things of aging and decline and all of them that if we address them appropriately not only will our thyroid get better and our sex hormones and other things, but all these other underlying concerns for cardiovascular disease 20 years from now are also getting better because we're fixing the right thing. And and I'm, I love your story of empowerment because, you know, I, I always say that in healthcare, I don't care what somebody's labeling somebody with or what message they have to give. The other side of that message is always hope. Like nobody wants to leave somebody's office where they're asking for help with no hope. And so I think yeah. our, our paradigm is a hope paradigm. It's driving that paradigm. You know, I'm glad you said it that way because it is hope and help to go along with it. It's not just hope, but help because we know a thing or two after all these years. And I know you're a good clinician, Betty. You've run the test. You've been face-to-face with, again, I just say Mrs. Smith and the tears in her eyes, which could be sometimes from pain and sometimes from joy, you know, but the idea is that you're, you're a clinician. We, this isn't something I learned by going to a few seminars. You know, I kind of sweated it out. Although I have to say, as hard as everyone says I worked, I did a lot of it. 
but I really never missed a beat. It wasn't a day I didn't enjoy discovering and discovering and discovering and 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 coming up with some of these uh, patterns that I recognized. They just kind of uh, appeared, and that H I D T E N hormone immune digestion. And what I learned to do is identify this whole pattern. So so back to what you're saying, just for a sec. When someone says uh, pats themselves on the back because they discovered your problem is hypothyroidism, I always say, hey, don't break your wrist. <laughs> patting yourself on the back because you discover one test result that's out and you're going to try to get that one thing in balance. And guess what? That one thing depends on other things. You know, so so check out. I have in my presentations this uh, picture of a pool of water, very smooth, except for it's like someone took uh, six or eight rocks and threw them in there. And each rock created a ring, uh, you know, a ring as it's spreading out. And those rings start to run into each other. And then so the whole surface of the water becomes very chaotic, right? So you could look at those each individual ring as a causal factor. Could be hormones, could be the immune system, could be digestion, could be detoxification and these other areas. I mentioned, and lots of contributors to what I just call metabolic chaos. So I really, Betty, gave up using the term root cause because there's never one. And guess what? Hardly anyone says this. They're having an effect upon each other, just like those rings as they go out. Well, this causal factor runs into this one. Well, a lot of those um, effects aren't singly measurable. And I'm a guy that loves lab work. I, I teach a course in functional lab work, the anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, really getting into it. Again, all from a people's perspective, but but it, it, it's uh, it's fascinating how these things affect each other. So you really, there's no patting yourself. I found your problem. It sounded like thyroid, and I was right. It's thyroid. Or I was right. It's a parasite. Or I was right. It's IBS. You know, some other thing that it sounded like. In, in my profession or what I teach, we don't use the sounds like method. We look at each area systematically, find the healing opportunities, and then give people things that they can do themselves to modify the outcomes, to control what's going on in their bodies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If we had a, <laughs> we had a dollar for everybody that, yeah, I was just looking for the right pill or the bullet. I want the bullet. I'm like, oh, it's a howitzer. It's a howitzer. We have multiple bullets coming out at the same time. And Machine gun. Shotgun. Machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. I on that. So each one of these things, and I'll, I'll, I'll just sort of go on here and whatever way you want to take it, because mm-hmm. you could talk about just the hormones, the immune system, digestion, detoxification, energy production, nervous system. Uh, what do you mean? We could spend a whole show on each one, but I got to say before we go too far that the what's the answer? Well, now what? So let's say for a lady or Mrs. Smith or whomever, it doesn't matter if she's 35 or 65 or 75. By the way, my mom's 93, still going strong, mom. You know, and it's you show you show people on these multiple labs that all the healing opportunities. I look at it as a constellation. You know, hormone. I mean, yeah. Hey, look at all this stuff. It's very cool. Look, and then they go, well, what should I do about it? And it's never just take your pills, or you know, um, and and surgery doesn't enter our world. You know, we're not, we're certainly not licensed to prescribe any uh, prescription medication. Generally, that's not where people want to go. Um, they want to take more control. So the protocol that, again, in ten years, it was what are all the 
healing opportunities. What are the things people could do where they could take charge? And that became the DRESS program. So on one hand, investigation of H-I-D-D-E-N. And over here you have diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplements. And each one of those could be a separate podcast. And I've, and I've done many podcasts, probably 250 podcasts. And, we, you know, depending on the host, we go in one area, go in another area. And it's very fascinating. And I know your your audience is very highly educated on the hormones and endocrine system and the, the adrenals and ovaries and all this. So anywhere you want to go with it, I'm happy. Let me talk to you about Sleep Me Sleep Systems. Are you a woman who suffers from hot flashes due to menopause or you just sleep hot in general? You don't need to suffer. End hot flashes and night sweats for good with Sleep Me's award-winning system. It's a mattress topper that goes on your current mattress, so you don't need to buy a new one. It uses water's thermal powers to cool your bed as low as 5 degrees Fahrenheit. That means no matter how hot you get, you can sleep at your ideal temperature. And in fact, Wake Forest University had a study that showed that women in menopause saw a 57% decrease in the frequency of night sweats when they used Sleep Me's sleep system. So Sleep Me makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that will help improve the quality of your sleep. And you know when you improve the quality of your sleep, all other health measures improve. The sleep system works on all bed types, even adjustable ones, which allows you to keep your current mattress while sleeping at an ideal temperature. And hey, if you're like me and you're worried that your partner likes a different temperature at night, no sweat, they offer configurations that allow you to have dual temperature control from 115 degrees Fahrenheit to 55. And even if you don't like getting into a cold bed, like me, you can actually schedule the temperature to be warmer when you get in and then cool off as the night goes on as, as you fall asleep. So currently Sleep Me offers two water-based systems, the Cube and the Doc Pro. Both sleep systems provide mattress toppers that cool as low as 55 degrees Fahrenheit. The Cube best for women who are steady hot, that won't quit, while the Doc Pro is the newest and most powerful system and it works really well for those of you who get sudden surges of intense heat. So I can tell you I've been sleeping on these for two years and my husband has too and it has been a game changer in the quality of my sleep. So if you're suffering from hot, uncomfortable sleep or know someone who is, you have got to check out Sleep Me at sleep.me slash menomastery. That's sleep.me slash M-E-N-O-M-A-S-T-E-R-Y. Plus, as a listener to this podcast, you can save up to 20% on a sleep system if you use the promo code HOTFLASH. That's H-O-T-F-L-A-S-H. This is a real game changer and you need to check it out at sleep.me slash menomastery and save 20% using the promo code HOTFLASH. Yeah, so let's take a deep dive. Since we talk a lot about hormones, I'd like to take a deep dive in sort of your paradigm around the relationship between our, you know, hypothalamus, pituitary, the adrenals, the thyroid. And what do you really see, particularly that um, women struggle with the most when they hit perimenopause? Obviously, there's, there's things going on in every arena. But what would you say is the thing that 
maybe maybe the women that are out there, you know, and they're, they're maybe dabbling in, in functional medicine, functional nutrition, and they're seeing somebody. What do you think are the, the holes or the blind spots that they may be experiencing that if they, if they took your more of a kind of holistic approach, the hidden approach to identify that they would find? What are, what are the big things that you see? Like, cause I know you see a lot of people that are like, I've been through a bunch of practitioners still, even the clinicians mm-hmm. that you're training. What are the big holes? Yeah, you got to take a higher look first. And, and then so balance and resiliency. So balance means life is balanced. And that could be your diet, eat a balanced diet, you know, to get a good night's sleep. You know, you need to go into the gym and exercise, but not over exercise. Some people do that. I've seen fitness trainers who were wrecks because they just they don't. You're supposed to leave the gym. You can't stay there all day. <laughs> so balance is about um, in each area, including mental and emotional and spiritual and you name it. Uh, balanced diet, sleep, exercise, reducing stress. Because, look, you can't really quit your job. You can't um, ship your kids off to grandma all the time. You know, and if your grandma <laughs> certainly don't want them every weekend. Right. So you need balance. And then the other idea of health is in resiliency that, yeah, you can stretch it a little bit, you know, you can, but you can't keep stretching it and keep stretching it. The, the rubber band is the uh, metaphor goes, will snap or it will dry out and get, and it doesn't, it's, you know, you don't have the ability to snap back uh, like we are when we're youthful, you know, 20 year olds snap back better than 60 year olds. It's just a known thing. So you gotta, you gotta maintain it. You gotta have, uh, and in our world, we measure things that, can tell you if you're losing that balance and resiliency that that's why i love labs but so if we started there the next step would be well what's ailing you you know is it sex drive is it can't build muscle is you can't lose fat is you have no energy you got foggy thinking hair thinning and or is it all happening simultaneously so the hardest thing for a lot of people is to grasp that they are in control of very, very, very much of this and that they've got to be self-aware enough to do it. And I think you alluded to this at some point that, you know, if if you're just going to chase the next lotion, potion, powder or pill, looking for that magic bullet, you're probably never going to find it. And you also wouldn't make a very good client for us because we want people who can change their behavior by being aware and um, understanding that sometimes a little discipline and coaching are required. So if you're not want to make changes, maybe you don't want to, you know, overcome these challenges well enough. So, you you know, I know I said balance and resiliency. I think that's we need to zoom out and, and look at the H-I-D-D-E and all the areas. And then we need to apply the principles of healing that are in that D-R-E-S-S. And it depends on the person. You would kind of work on the weakest area first. And people would know. I go, look, between diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplements, which one do you suck at the most? <laughs> and they go, oh, I can't take supplements. No, I just can't. My husband would shoot me if I spent a bunch of money. Or they might say, you know, it's my diet. I can't stop stopping by the fr- I work out of the house, and I, I just the fridge just calls my name eight times a day or they would say oh, i can't sleep for crap you know whatever whatever it is or you know we've all heard the word stress well what do you mean by stress how can i sort that out so betty you know i it's 
it's a people's paradigm and it means being self-aware and taking charge and um, starting probably with your weakest area, maybe coach that up for a while. And then we could start getting a, more of a handle. Pretty soon you're in charge of your life instead of your physician or your kids or your spouse or your job or your, that you're in charge. That's the whole point. No, that's so for real. And uh, and I'm glad you said, you know, the kind of balance and resilience, because I always joke that, yes, if I could find a way to, you know, only sleep three hours a day so I could get more done and have more life and have more fun, that'd be awesome. But you know what? It just doesn't work. I have tried. And if I had huh. a supplement that would take care of everything, believe me, I'd be hawking it. And it's just they're supplemental, but they will not make up for everything that you do to yourself. Well, supplements, again, they're one part. And so people, when they came in the office, because I haven't worked in the office in um, 14 years or something, because we all went virtual. You know, when that COVID thing happened, first of all, I thought we were already in a pandemic. I literally thought the world's in a pandemic. Everyone's so unhealthy. Call it whatever you want. It's 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 urgent. And then then that came along. Well, well that's the new pan or an additional layer to the p- uh, pandemic of ill health they already had but but one thing is all my practitioners said we already work from home we already work from home you know we we really try to uh walk the talk it was established a lifestyle where we can do good work have good fun help a lot of people and be as happy and joyful as possible so so we're all trying to walk the talk i wanted to put that out of the way but you know lifestyle is everything you need a system to follow and there's lots of people who um, have one. Ours is a pretty good one. Um, I've been training thousands of people for, since 2008 to go out and do this, and it works, or we wouldn't still be around. I'm not sure I answered your question. No, absolutely, you did. So, so talk a little bit about that because you know a lot of my guests are either clinicians or people that are doing different things in their life, but you actually train. How, how your paradigm and how to use functional lab testing to identify these underlying, you know, mechanisms of concern, right? Health concerns that are impeding. Dysfunction and disease processes. And yeah, the precursors to symptoms. Symptoms are the last thing to appear in these processes. And, and when you, so if you only go to mask the symptom, uh, then likely the downward spiral of dysfunction is only going to get worse. Those symptoms will come back sometimes with a vengeance, or if you have stopped them somehow with something that you continue, they will appear as some other symptom. They'll, they'll just manifest in another way. So, you know, I didn't start out to teach, Betty, to answer your question. Um, I just wanted to have a great clinic and a good reputation and to really help people as many as possible. So I was out lecturing and man, we had a busy clinic because I love to go out and talk and I would do health screenings all over the place. Southern California was my my world. And then I people were noticing the volume of our work. I had one lab call me one day and said, who the hell are you? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean? He goes, you run more labs than any five doctors put together. How are you doing that? I go, I don't know. I just like doing it. You know, I go out and I talk and I get people to run the labs and then we coach them up and, you know, we very successful. So I didn't mean, and he said, you know, you need to be teaching other practitioners. And, you know, I kind of caught on a bit, but then I was at a lecture and this older lady came up to me and kind of put her little wrinkled finger in my face and said, 
you should be teaching other practitioners because just think of how many people you could help then. And I thought, oh my God, she's right. You know, like, like I could really help more if I would. And so I just started deputizing people. I started holding these classes and practitioners were going, wow, you know, like the whole new world. To this day, they take the course, which is really expanded, of course, you know, and, and they say, thank you. I, I can't believe you even offered this. You know, it's amazing. So most of our practitioners now, they're called FDN practitioners. That stands for Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. And, you know, I didn't come on to promote the course, but, you know, most of our registrants, you know, trainees and graduates have some kind of college, a degree, not necessarily in the sciences. They have a certificate or two in nutrition or personal training or Reiki, you know, all these things. They're, they're do-gooders. They want to help others. And they like making their living by helping others. Notice it's their, their professional to some degree. Now, they also, so besides college and a couple of certificates, they would have some experience. They're a year, two, three, even five years and more down the road. And one lady recently signed up. She says, I've been looking at your course for eight years. I should have signed up back then. Well, never too late. So anyway, so so we have people with these, that kind of background plus their own health problems. Everybody seems to be attracted to this because they want to overcome something personal. I'm one of the few people that didn't. I was really healthy. I just didn't want anything sneaking up on me. That was enough to get my attention. But um, but they have that. So so they go through this course and they do all the labs on themselves. That's required. You get all the mentorship. You go through module after module of anatomy, physiology, and biochemistry. It's a little. It's college level stuff for sure. I've had masters degree and PhD say, boy, I could have saved myself a lot of money and time if I had just taken your course instead. It's so practical because all I do is teach what I learned in 10 years. And we've learned a lot since, of course, it's modified and kept up with the times and everything, new labs, new products, new new things. But, um, but man, the basics are the same. Find out what's really wrong and help people fix it. Yeah, well, that's great. You know, because I think at least my my clientele within my clinic and the people I see, you know, from all over and my listeners, I'd say there's a vast majority of them, even if they're just going to use it on themselves and their friends, they this is kind of where they spend their free time, right? This is, they're watching summits, they're listening to podcasts, they're digging in because they are fascinated by how our body operates and by understanding that we have the um, agency ourselves to to really uh, not only affect our health long term, but to, you know, maybe dial back some of those labels that we've had over our lifetime. So, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that you have your program and that you allow people to really come into the program, maybe with varying backgrounds, because, again, they don't they don't maybe have to unlearn as much <laughs> as somebody who has yeah. more classic training. You know, we're just here to help. And it's a movement now. You know, when I taught my first class in 2008, it was just a weekend workshop, and I swear some of those people are still still in it. You know what? They wouldn't go away. Our graduates wouldn't go away. <laughs> Let's work together. And so we created an alumni group now that's very strong. Uh, we have over 800 members that are professional members. I've trained a few thousand people, but these are the ones who we, we follow a certain code of ethics and style of doing business and um, you know, it's a fee for service, and we you pay us to run the labs. We run the labs, teach what they mean, really, 
and you own that information. You know, this is something else I find kind of almost intolerable with standard medicine is it keeps it all secret. You don't get a copy of your test results. Well, those are your results. That's your info. And you deserve not only to see it and to have the doctor explain it to you, he will be using diagnostic interpretations, like what's the medical diagnosis, because that's how they get paid. But you, you're entitled to get another opinion, so to speak, a non-medical interpretation. What does this really mean inside? You know, And how could I, instead of taking a pill to move the numbers, what action do I need to take to move those numbers? Like if you have high blood pressure, there's things you can do. And it's D-R-E-S, eat right, go to bed on time, exercise, reduce stress, take your supplements. You could self-control that. Now, if, if it's really crazy, stay on your medication for a while. That's, and we'll work together in harmony with, because we don't contradict doctor's orders, but we, you know, there's thing if you want to take control, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's I think that's the huge take home message is that you have you have the opportunity to intervene and and be in control of your health. So if you were to give my listeners maybe, let's say three three major things that they need to think about for themselves that can help them move the needle forward and or maybe feel like they have more control. What would be your three like top three? I know you covered the hidden and the dress, but would you say like here just just look at these three like start here and. What would you tell good. Yeah, well, we haven't really touched on this much, but the first thing is that sense of uh, who who's going to be the boss over your body and including your mind and emotions if you really want to get into it. You know, I've done more sort of self-help um, on just realizing who's in charge of me over the last decade or so, and it's helped a lot to keep me focused on my mission and and to not be relying on, you know, anything else. So self-awareness lessons. I don't know if that's for you, meditation or just getting up every day and being grateful. You know, I, I truly believe that if you're getting up and being grateful, you got to look at the world as a place where the cup is half full, not half empty, and, and start somewhere with something good. And then if you're eating breakfast, I don't recommend that everyone does, Make sure that that's wholesome nutrition, whatever you put in your mouth, you know, so the way you think, what you put in your mouth, including lots of water and things like that. And I don't know, my mind's just going to all kinds of things, but you can include elimination. Once it goes in your mouth, you want to digest and absorb and assimilate all the nutrients because your body needs them. You need nutrients. And uh, then, of course, you want to evacuate properly. People are, like, constipated. I think it backs up into their brains, you know, like some of them. And and so, you know, digestion, detoxification, elimination. I can't give you one thing other than I start every day with being thankful and grateful. And by the time I put my feet on the ground next to my bed, I'm being happy. I'm determined that I'm going to go do something useful. I have a purpose in my life, and so I don't have to think about it a lot. But if I do, if I ever question it, I go back to the cause, the mission, and my my people who work for me do too. We have forty. I have forty employees in fifty countries. You know, we're we're around. Well, you know what I mean. And so we're all over, and we all have a mission, and it's to help others. And it starts with yourself. 
and um, goes from there. I'm happy that you brought up, you know, that sort of self-awareness and, and seeing the world as a positive place and with gratitude. Because I think what I find often is we can get very focused on the nitty-gritty scientific biochemistry, you know, the composition of my food. Is this the most perfect mm -hmm. acai berry, <laughs> yes or no? Or is this the most whatever? But we may not be thinking about the 95 to 98% of what's going on behind the scenes in my subconscious and what my sort of story is behind the scenes that's really driving a lot of our mechanics and our biochemistry. And that I, we can't ignore that, that we have to sort of address it. Sometimes it's easy to start with the physical and the other stuff, but we have to go in there and really address it. And then obviously the what you add in is really important and what you get rid of. <laughs> and the fabulous words of Sydney Baker, what do I need more of <laughs> for, to bring health? And then what do I need to get rid of to, yeah. uh, to uh, improve health? Yeah, I, I say it this way. I go, we, we coach up function, nutrients, and nurturing, all the things, um, while we coach down the contributors to that metabolic chaos. And that's as close to a diagnosis as we get to make that, you know, it's, it's chaos. It's just metabolic chaos. Don't worry, we can straighten it out. You behave yourself. Matter of fact, most people have behaved themselves into the problems they're in. So if they will take responsibility, then we can help them live themselves back out of it. Oh, that's a great message to, to end with. So can you tell my listeners where they can find you and, and how they Absolutely. can find more? Yeah, we have a very special URL for them to visit. So it's fdntraining.com slash menopause mastery. And that will take your listeners to a page where they could download a free uh, booklet or something on health, our dress program or something like that. Just get more information, Betty. So yeah, thanks. It's fdntraining.com slash menopause mastery. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I hope my listeners will go out there and come, come to that website and download some information and get a little more into the hidden and dress process that Reed explained. And Reed, thank you so much for being on my show. Yeah, my and, pleasure. Yeah. Anytime. Talk about anything. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to see you again soon. Yeah, we'll see you next, yes, for next sure. event. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Metapause Mastery. If you found this to be a fabulous show, please leave us a review and share with a friend because together we rise. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Menopause Mastery Podcast. You are why I'm here, and I am so very grateful. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any wisdom on creating the most exceptional life on our terms. If this episode has helped you in any way, please share it with a friend to spread the love and together we rise. You can follow me on social media at Betty Murray PhD and you can reach me online at BettyMurray.com. 